Welcome to We Do, the officially unofficial podcast for Watchmen on HBO. I'm Jim. And I'm the Hooded Podcast. <laughs> You've really got to watch the video cast for this one. When I look into this webcam, I don't even recognize my own face. I don't know who I am. I might as well be a Hooded Podcast. We are one of 40 different shows that answers the question, the existential question, who watches the Watchmen? Uh, we just watched... Season one, episode two, titled Marshall, Marshall Feats of Comanche Horsemanship. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking idea what that means. It's got to be a reference to this painting. This painting's yeah. got to be some kind yeah. of famous thing. and and uh, Which ties in somehow with Ozzy or yeah. the guy we think is Ozzy Mandius in the castle. It could be some kind of Tulsa reference to. Could be. Because wasn't, uh, uh, who, who was uh, Custer fighting at the Battle of Little Bighorn? Was himself. it Comanche? A racism <laughs> he, and himself. Racism he, within himself. He lost on both counts. He did. Uh, <laughs> I, maybe that's a tie-in. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also, you know, there's obviously a lot of, like, uh, uh, there's also a lot of uh, mask off. There's also a lot of uh, cowboy metaphors, like, uh, you know, the the Red Scares shouting everybody to cowboy up or mount up or let's ride. So. Yep. Yep. No, there's, it. this episode, I thought it was great. It, it's, it is Lindelof as fuck. Like, as much as the first one was, this just doubles down on it. Yeah, there's lots of um, this episode's funnier than the last one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also just a lot of like really black humor, uh, like uh, dark humor, I should say. Mm, okay. um, <laughs> like Ozzy Man, or I, what I assume is Ozzy Mandius burning yeah. Mr. Phillips to death. Oh my god! It's like you ever thought that so you were a prop? And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is he? It's like, first of all, I didn't see him treating his. Um, I guess they're genetically engineered people. These are not. These are not. Uh, androids or anything these guys are yeah it seems like they're clones or yeah yeah, some some kind of meat-based life form but there's like just tons of them walking around too like Mm -hmm. they all have different names and they get promoted it's yeah i I think it's a recipe for disaster trying to give each of these identical looking clones or whatever they are a name yeah a a unique name yeah because he can't even remember what one's name is right but i guess how could you but also how do you what is their deal? Like, if these are genetically engineered humans, are they g- genetically engineered to be just super subservient? Or they have, like, an intentionally limited intellect? Because it also sounds, you know, he calls them dum-dums or dimwits or something. And it does seem like they've got a... They got something going on with them. Yeah. Uh, could be that maybe they're, like, f- like Flash clone and Flash educated. I, there's so many questions. This episode is full of intrigue. Like, off the bat... Like early one season of the, Lindelof. Absolutely. One of the first things I noticed was there's an article in the paper mm-hmm. that says, like, scientists are baffled by the squid fall. Right. Presumably, we're 30 years into the squid fall shit. That's enough that we have a whole infrastructure built exactly. around them. So why are, why is it newsworthy that scientists are baffled by it? As it incre- but that's the thing. So is it increasing? Is it right. uh, what portion of that are they baffled by? Then you got shit with like the, well, how these moths falling out of the sky. <laughs> you, you got the, the Mothman falling out of the sky. Uh-huh. You've got the kid building what looks like a accurate replica yes. of Ozymandias's castle. I like would kill for one of those toys. What possible fucking connection? The only thing I can yeah. think of. Is the kid saw Doctor Manhattan building it on Mars, and mm-hmm. like this is like I don't know, he's 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 doing that as homage to him, but even that's kind of weird. And and there's so much shit around Doctor Manhattan, and like you, you can tell that Lindelof knew everyone was going to be questioning: Is Ozymandias Doctor Manhattan, or the guy that we think of Ozymandias, Jeremy Irons? Right? Is he actually Doctor Manhattan? Because like uh, Angela's husband uh, is questioning like 
maybe I'm Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And then you got Lou Gossett Jr. in there. Maybe I'm Dr. Manhattan Mm -hmm. or saying I'm Dr. Manhattan. Like, right. Yeah. He's, he clearly knows what's going to be up with the audience. Yeah. And he's encouraging it, but in such a way that like, you can say at the straight face, this isn't encouraging it. This is just, (laughs) right. You know, this is just something that a guy would do if he's, you know, be interrogated by a cop. I, and Oh, Speaking of of cops, Bob yeah. Bob Benson. I don't know his name, but if you've seen Mad Men, you know who this is. Yeah. Uh, at that party, just assumes that Angela is a cop. And we've got Still. The, Why? And, and also we know so we know that we think that Joe Keen Jr. is he's implied that he's kind of a racist candidate or he's oh, is got, this Keen? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. This is gotcha. Senator Keen Jr. Um, and then we got super confirmation that Judd was working on the wrong side. Well. Well, let's say there are a okay. lot of reasons that one could have a KKK sure. uniform in their closet. Sure. Maybe their great grandfather or grandfather or father was a KKK member, and and, and you this just is somehow memorabilia, that heritage although, in a totally non-racist yeah, way. I, I gotta get say, it. like I this, get it. this strikes me as the people who have fetishes like collecting Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, who of us doesn't have a full uniform of the SS in our basement? <laughs> right. Uh, I, I get a little <laughs> squicked out if, if like. If if I were to have a friend who said, "Oh yeah," and by the way, I collect, I have I have hundreds of pieces of Nazi memorabilia. Right, right. I'm not a Nazi. Yeah, but I like collecting the shit. Yeah, really, and I'm not saying really, that, dude. That you know, like Dan, this is something Dan Carlin used to joke about on his Hardcore History podcast like five years ago. <laughs> uh, the fact that like people, what must people think when they go down in his basement and he's got like all these books on torture? Yeah, and uh, he's got all this like Nazi World War One, World War Two paraphernalia. It's like he must look like a lunatic. And I'm like, yeah. So I don't think Dan, I don't think uh, I, I don't I don't think he's a fascist, obviously, but like. Yeah, go down in a basement. You ask questions nowadays. Mm-hmm. You'd ask questions like, "Huh, what's what's with the Nazi flag?" It's a little disconcerting. Yeah, but no, I I mean I, that's the the implication there is like it's the Rage Against the Machine song. Uh, some of those are workforces are the same to burn crosses. In this case, mm-hmm. literally with the tin star on their chest. Yeah. Um, hmm. Where is it all going? Yeah, no, it's a it's a good question. We got confirmation that the White Knight not only was it an, it's a vicious attack on police officers, it was perpetrated on Christmas fucking Eve. Mm-hmm. Like, pfft, wow, these guys are real fucking assholes. Yep. Uh, I liked I so so I both. Well, they were liked... just racist. That's one thing, but doing this doing <laughs> racist shit on Christmas, come on, right? Come on. Where where's the real war on Christmas coming from? Right, right. The racist, obviously. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, there is definitely a leftovers sort of thing in here. If you remember in leftovers season three, where they kind of had this cultural center at the heart of, oh yeah, what Jardin? fucking town was this Jarden? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I very much got those vibes. When we went into this cultural center. Uh, although would... I will say that scene was a little much. Hmm. That scene was like, it was very in your face. I, I don't know that it needed to be so like overtly, oh, here's the Black Wall Street thing and what happened. But maybe that's because I went and I read a shitload about it. Well, also, I wonder if it's like you, it's it's smarmy and insincere um, and kind of like, uh, I, I don't know, there's something off about it. It's not human. Mm-hmm. But I think you're supposed to understand that this is something that produced by the federal government. So how the fuck could it possibly be? Yeah. You know, yeah, so. it's like what whatever the Redford administration, the mm-hmm. the you know, headed by this old white dude, whatever he thought the the whatever he thought would sound good and, you know, yeah. make sure there's a black representative there to say it. So it's, it's like it's very feels very uh, focus tested, you know? Yeah. 
That's true. I guess I just prefer my world building a little more around the edges. Yeah. But than, I mean, it's so a, in your face, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel you on that. Um, I just think that that's part of the point is like, you're supposed to feel a little alienation when it's like, man, what would I feel like if this was being addressed to me? It's kind of like almost mm. patronizing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, ending with a super pair, you know, patriotic, um, uh, music and just the whole God bless America, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, there's a couple of besides Bob Benson. I liked seeing uh, Bunny Colvin, uh, played by Robert Wisdom, as the uh, Bunny Colvin, of course, was on The Wire. Uh, he was the uh, oh, captain yeah. behind Hamsterdam. Uh-huh. Uh, he was the newspaper guy in right. this episode, which is interesting because it's another watchman comic and yeah and movie it, it, it's like a like a super callback like this mm-hmm. is like the i mean this is this is yeah having a guy was selling newspapers on the corner it's like i some of these things it's like i don't know like how much i i like it when they take the watchman and kind of put a bend on it this feels like they just like hey remember that this in the watchman comics here it is i'm well, not sure what, what is with this girl going in and buying every newspaper and then running off into She's a Dr. Van. manhattan <laughs> okay uh so yeah. that's the only person who can read that many newspapers in, uh-huh. in a single set setting that's it's uh that's that's my official prediction she's dr manhattan and then we get more information which in lost the, the finest of lost fashion uh-huh. just teases more questions mm-hmm. just begs us to ask what the fuck angela is his granddaughter that's why la- is he here what is yeah. yeah. It's so fucking Lindelof that the last words are what the fuck, you know, <laughs> right. and the title character, the the main character says them. Uh mm-hmm. it's fun. I thought that they continued to do a really good job of the fight scenes. I was really worried that like um if they'd find a way to make that stuff interesting, but I thought Angela's uh, takedown of that one guy during the siege of Nixonville with that really slick back bat disarming. Um, mm. I thought the in-universe stuff with um, the Minutemen, American horse or American hero story, <laughs> Minutemen, yeah, uh, was some pretty fancy kind of like ultra violent uh, mm-hmm. stunt work. Uh, and I also thought it was interesting how they showed that like literally everyone is watching this television show. Yeah. And reminds me a lot of kind of like some of these big cultural events like Watchmen or not Watchmen, probably Watchmen. There's Yeah, obviously, there's a lot of fucking people pissed off with Watchmen, but like Game of Thrones, hmm. you know, 100 million people around the world watching Game of Thrones. There's a lot of uh, that, that. That's a broad tint that brings people together. Um, and I think the Watchmen is another one of those shows where, you know, you can clearly see this is this backlash from largely conservative audiences where they're like, what's all this fucking political shit that I don't agree with in my Watchmen? Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was interesting how they showed the seventh Calvary's got this thing on the cops are watching this stuff. People on this, everyone is watching the show and they probably all think it kind of agrees with what their, their own personal politics are. Sure. Because like, you know, the. There's all this, this like Game of Thrones, there's all the shades of gray, you know, like, like Rorschach, you know, is he the hero or is he a villain? Is he a nut job? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on kind of how sympathetic you are to some of his core beliefs and views. I thought that was, that that's kind of like smart meta commentary and smart kind yeah. of Watchmen commentary. I, I really liked in this episode. You got a new TV rating, TVX. TVX. Is what American Hero Story is rated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm kind of curious, you know, what they're getting out with that stuff on second watch. I'll be thinking a lot more about it. Uh, Oz, Ozymandias, as I'm going to call him until mm-hmm. we know more about him, has engineered, genetically engineered a tomato tree. 
Apparently. He's created like sentient life form. I think that's a little bit more exciting. But yeah, but it's why? made of trees. What what is what is any of this? What purpose is any of this serving? He's recreating so, the night the Doctor Manhattan was turned I into Doctor. The John was turned into Doctor Manhattan. I, mean, I got an easy explanation for, what for tomato purpose? tree. He likes is he riding jerking horses. Off to this at night? What's going on here? He, he likes riding horses. He likes <laughs> eating fresh tomatoes right off the vine. He doesn't like to get off his horse to eat that tomato. <laughs> This is the clear answer. Grow your vine tire, man. You, I, you got you got to ride you got to ride by a tomato get tree some fucking and trellises or some shit. Yeah, no, I can't help you on the Doctor Manhattan stuff. That seems as <laughs> lunacy. Like, what is he doing? Like, what possible what possible fucking point could this be serving? I mean, this is all a rehearsal for something, I think. But it's an insane rehearsal. It's like I. I've, it might it's be like, even for the benefit of the clones somehow, huh. because he's he's. He might be training them for something, right? He's well, he's clearly training them for something. He right. says they're the, going to be the stars in this five-act play that right. he's writing. Uh, what does knowing about Doctor Manhattan's creation, or let's say the very fictionalized, dramatized version of Doctor Manhattan's creation, have to do with any preparation for his plan? Well, see, I thought just last episode that like maybe Ozymandias learned from the last one or the last time he tried to do this that like things went un, you know, it, it didn't go as predicted. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't do, you couldn't rehearse something like that. And maybe the second time he's like, okay, well, I'm actually going to rehearse to see, like, kind of game plan the public reception, or I'm going to produce this thing that will get the public ready for the next phase of my thing. But what this is, this is just stupid. Like, if he paid like uh, fifty million dollars to have this broadcast on primetime, people would be like, "What the fuck is this? This is a joke." Maybe that's his plan. A it's, competitor it's like for a, American Hero story. It's it's like uh, other than the burning people alive, gritty reality. It's like a high school musical production. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know what's don't up, know. and that's like that's Lindelof as fuck. I it, love it. We won't know what's up until we know what's up. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I have an enormous amount of faith that some of this stuff will make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it doesn't, it's like that's the that's the that's the high rope wire you're always walking with Lindelof. Like, is this going to be you know lost, or is this going to be like the leftovers where like yeah. everything seemed like so fucking crazy mid season, and like how can this possibly uh, work out or have some kind of satisfying answer, let alone be emotionally resonant? And then ba bam, there you go. And I think some things in Leftovers definitely didn't have answers, but they were meant to not have answers. Yeah. And we were kind of alerted to, hey, this isn't really going to have an answer. It's just sure. kind of weird. And you can definitely... And it's a, a bit about how you feel about it. Well, I mean, the, the original Watchmen series was, if you want to be you yeah. know, pedantic, is, yeah. is an ending that didn't have an ending. It was mm-hmm. explicitly said, this isn't ending, nothing ever ends, and look at all these open questions that you could decide for yourself. So, like... um, yeah, that's not point. the kind it's like the basic mechanical like you know like why is this killed kid building a replica of ozymandias's castle why is ozymandias mm-hmm. putting this high school musical thing about dr manhattan's life you know um why how did angela's grandfather get snatched out of the sky from or out, into the sky from his friends with high places uh-huh. which i love this cheeky little grin at her from the uh, from the rear view mirror. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm assuming that something... I'm assuming something he did saved her on the White Knight. Yeah. Hmm. Because, uh, I mean, the, her right. husband was, like, totally out of commission. We never see the resolution of that scene. He wasn't out of commission. They didn't explain... You, you, they want you to believe it's Cal, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, he probably yeah. did. They're they're playing with that idea, but I really think it's him. I want to get a show of hands on the internet. I know this isn't possible, but, like, raise your hand if when you saw Angela come at him with that plastic bag, you thought that she was going to suffocate him. <laughs> <laughs> you both did. You I mean, Cecily. Jesus Christ! First episode, Don Johnson. Now, Mister Gossett yeah. Jr. This 
Damon Lindelof is just killing people. Uh, Used to be an A-lister, you're going to die in the first few episodes. I thought she was going to bag him and there's going to be like, or do some kind of asphyxiation-based torture this old man? Uh Like, holy shit. Yeah, you you just get a view outside the door and there's urine and blood. (laughs) No, she just wanted wanted to swab his DNA. And an egg yolk coming through. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I had so much fun with this episode. I think if there's anything else I want to talk about. Um, I mean, there's a couple just like one off. Like I love her uh, Angelus saying "fuck you, you shiny fuck" to Looking Glass when he was uh, probing yeah. her about kind of kind of sort of interrogating about maybe she was involved or. Um, That's another nice little callback to yeah. Watchmen comics and uh, and movie actually. When if you remember during the protest, the comedian gets hit with. Something which causes him to just unleash on the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red gets hit, or a bottle gets thrown at red, mm-hmm. and the same kind of thing happens here. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I really liked uh, uh, Angela's primal catharsis she does, like after she finds out her boss is mm. dead, and then she takes yeah. the old man to the, the Sister Knight hideout, and then she just kind of goes into her workshop or whatever and just screams and bangs stuff around for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really, really so a lot of strong performances, a lot of strong work being done in the show. What else we want to talk about? I think it's it, man. It's about this time to turn the corner. Yeah, we got to go to the audience questions. Uh, so this is where the instant take becomes the instant talk, uh, and then all of our club members are invited to submit uh, questions and comments and whatnot, and we'll consider them through the YouTube chat. Uh, if you're not a club member, this is where your podcast experience ends until Tuesday for the full coverage. Uh, you can join our club at club.baldmove.com. Uh, 